Uh, I just wanna lie. Is that too much to ask? And if it is, I guess I'm taking by force just to make them mad. Had a lot of time to think with the little time that I had. I gotta get this for myself, and that's explaining why I just wanna lie. Is that too much to ask? If it's too much for me to carry, don't worry, I brought some bags. Now I'm prepared for everything while they doubt me, and that's just sad. When that time come, I'ma have them feeling bad. Yo, you're listening to episode. I, and I lost track of the episode number we on, but you listen to the yeah, threes from the ring. 15 or something, yeah. 15? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right, I guess. So, 15. Episode 15 of threes from the ring. And all I'm going to say real quick is there's three things guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and Tom Brady winning AFC championship games. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> If you did not watch the Chiefs and Patriots game, you missed probably one of the best playoff football games, I would probably say, ever. That I've ever seen, honestly. But my boy Mahomes almost had him, but he ran to Tom Brady. And there's nothing that can stop Tom Brady but Tom Brady. My God. Because you got to remember, Tom Brady defeated the NFL. He defeated court. And... He defeated many football players, but Eli Manning, which is a damn shame. That's yeah, the only... he defeated the pressures of footballs in the, in the Super Bowl. Or, yeah. or was that, a, that was another championship game. That was a, yeah, that was another defeated, AFC championship game. But regardless, he, he beat that court case in regards to that and said, I'm innocent, my nigga. So, y'all. But, man. But, yeah. But, so, Super Bowl is two weeks from now. You got the Rams versus Patriots. A rematch of Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win many, many years ago. Now you think about it. Damn. But Yo, if it plays out like that, then like Tom Brady's last Super Bowl win was his first Super Bowl win or whatever. Or his loss is his from his, the team he lost. That is the most Super conspiracy Bowl. thing I know. And that's, yo, I hate. Okay. I like and I also hate when stuff happens like that. I hate when stuff just plays. Because one, you like it in a sense of, man, that's really, really cool how this, this world works. You know, eventually all things come around to the end. But then again, it make you that conspiracy side of you. be like, hold on, wait a minute. What the fuck? I don't, don't want to see Tom Brady no more. It feel like it's the same. It, it feel like it's the same thing with, like, Braun and Benzema. But the good thing about Braun, he got a new team. He got a different team every three or four years. So it's different. But we got darn, we 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 got darn. Oh, uh, well, football is just man. Tom Brady either gonna win or he gonna lose. He gonna win, he gonna lose. You know, when the last time Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl? Who went against each other? Was uh, it the Pats? It was the Colts. No, not the Colts. The Broncos versus the Seahawks. Yeah. And then I feel like since oh, in the in the no, in the Broncos versus. Uh, the Cam Panthers, now. yeah, Cam Newton and, and uh, versus Peyton Manning was the last time, and I was like, what, four years ago? My God, bro. yeah, that was like four years ago. Yeah, Jesus. And I bet he was in the AFC. He was in the AFC Championship game before that, right? Yep. He just lost. Yep, he lost to that crazy oh, he, Broncos eight, defense. He's eight years in a row. He's yep. eight years in a row, right? Yep. My fucking God, bro. The legend, the myth. Damn, that's the legend. But. Let's get into basketball. So, and since Tom Brady's back in the Super Bowl, somebody else is back. And that is Boogie Cousins. And he's back in Oakland in the Oracle. And Bugs thought he was going to be mid. Bugs thought he was going to be a little rusty. But Boogie came in and said, Boogie back. And rest in peace to the NBA. 
because I want this ring and I want my bag. And all I'm going to say is I'm not surprised. I'm a Boogie fan and I'm happy for my boy Boogie. But the league in itself might be in trouble because Boogie back. For the great. Oh, for the I, was, I didn't really get to watch the game as much as I did. Uh, I believe I was at work or I was like doing something at the crib or mourning my PS4 loss. But it, it man, seeing Boogie Cousins back though, I'm happy. Like I'm not, I'm growing into an NBA fan, and I don't really root for anybody but you know anybody who's going to go against go to state in the finals. But in the regular season. I'm all for whoever go. I'm all for whoever. You know, I don't really care. It depends. Like, I don't want to see the Denver Nuggets beat, like, Kawhi or anything. So, I'm yeah. a root for Kawhi. I hope for Kawhi to win. But, like, for the most part, I I just like to see great bands around the But because of being back, seeing him happy. And then again, I want to tell everybody that it's not because it's fault. That nobody offered him good money because niggas thought his leg wasn't the same anymore. So it's not his fault. He said, hey, nobody offered me good money. Nobody believe in who I am. Guess what? I'm going to make people believe in who I am by going to the greatest team. So I'll just be prepared for the Warriors to go on a nice, you know, prediction. What's their win streak going to be since Biggie Cousin back? What you uh, think? Hold on. Let me check where they at now. So hold on because they probably <laughs> on a win streak as we know. So hold on before we... Do that. Oh yeah, shout out to Derek Rose for gaming the Suns. Yeah. Uh let's see. The Warriors are already on a seven game winning streak. So with Boogie <laughs> already there, they're on one since uh Boogie's there. So if they're already at seven, they play the Lakers tomorrow, and we'll speak about the Lakers in uh shortly. But so that's gonna be eight tomorrow. And then let me let me just see their next few games. Let's see here. They're gonna beat the Celtics. They're gonna beat the Celtics. They got the, hold on. They got the Lakers, the Wizards, Celtics, Pacers, and February. I mean, and, uh, the Sixers to end them off. The Sixers on the who probably escaped with a W. No, no, one. Yeah, because Embiid might force mm. Boogie to get uh, ejected out the game. So, mm. <laughs> but and yeah, I don't see who's guarding except for Dray- if Draymond is guarding Boogie. I mean, if Draymond is guarding Ben Simmons, then I don't see who's guarding Embiid and, and so forth. I don't see Boogie. I don't see Boogie guarding Embiid effectively before he get ejected. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see KD being able to. Well, KD might be able to guard Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons really, really strong. So I, I don't know. I just hope they find somebody. Is the easiest person to guard. We also got to remember Jimmy Butler's going to play Steph Curry really, really, really freaking well. Mm-hmm. So. Also, uh, before that, I need somebody to. I need them to get something for Amir Johnson in that, in that power forward position. <laughs> I need something fast. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all like. Amir I thought Johnson? they had Wilson Chandler starting. I mean, Wilson Chandler, Wilson Chandler. My bad. Them niggas look exactly the same. <laughs> I need somebody <laughs> to get. I'm telling you, Amir Johnson, Wilson Chandler, and James Johnson, whatever dude they want to heat. Look like the three same people. Damn. You would get through. Mixed I feel like up, James Johnson is like the fuckboy version of, of <laughs> three, though. He looked like the same nigga, G. Uh, I, I, I kid you not. One day I'm just gonna be playing two K, and it's gonna be a random team. And I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have no name in the back of my jersey. I'm gonna ask you which one is doing. 
Hey, Katrell, you know nothing about what's going on in the NBA right now. How, what's the number? What, what, how, many, how many games you think the Warriors are going to go? And how many winning games the Warriors going to have with your cousin back? How many? Give me a number. You already <laughs> off the point. You good? Let me know. A number, my nigga. 60? Uh, Katrell said they're going to 60 games with <laughs> So that means they lose another day on game. Yo, you know how crazy that would be if they don't lose another game. You think the league will do something about that if they never lose a game? What oh, the league man. gonna do? Tell them to break up? Just, they will they will probably say all honestly, they will probably say you won't be able to add a you won't be able to add an all star through free agency if you already have two or three. That's an easy fix to that rule, by the way. No, because and, the players the players will argue that for some stupid reason. Only, they will argue only that how you can argue that if you have a Clay Thompson Draymond situation, the only reason you all stars because of the team you play for, you look really, really, really good on them. But other than that, you can't really argue the situation of nigga. It's, it, it creates imbalance. What's the reason? What's the reason niggas got a salary cap? Right? What's the reason for a salary cap? The pretty much the. For one, to promote players to go to different teams to get as much money as possible, but also right. competitive balance. All right, competitive balance. Right now, it's an F salary cap because Nike is throwing money at niggas for shoe deals. New Balance got every rookie on the man for shoe deals. Uh, Same Puma. thing with Adidas. I mean, Pumas, my bad. New Balance got Kawhi Leonard. It's a decent shoe, by the way. And then you got China loving basketball is bigger and bigger. You got the team, you know, you can get local endorsements and stuff like that. For it's a lot of people with just random endorsements for water. I think CJ McCullough got some endorsements for wine and stuff like that. I don't know, but shout out to the it's, it's more and more you don't need that much money from basketball. Basketball money do help, but you get a lot of money from endorsements these days too. So it's not like niggas only only play, only. I would say, like, if you, like, put like this, though. The reason LeBron took that money, that much money from the Lakers is why. Because he's going to finish his career, though. If LeBron was, like, the same age as, like, freaking KD or somebody older, because he didn't when he went to the Heat. He didn't take that much money. Well, that was just so everybody could fit in the cap. Exactly. It shows that money. It shows that, hey. I can make X amount of money from these shoe deals who off the team. And these, it's, this is only for, like, big stars, bro. It's, I'm not saying somebody like freaking J.J. Reddick. It, it don't matter to somebody like J.J. Reddick. It's J.J. Reddick for bread well on TV. But somebody like Brian, A.B., Boogie Cousins to an extent, um, Kate, uh, Kyrie, Kawhi Leonard, the people, the, the top ten people in the league don't necessarily need the money that the league is giving them unless they want to finish their, the rest of their career as a – you know, like Steph Curry want to finish the rest of his career as a staple of Golden State. Or Westbrook want to finish his career as a staple in OKC. But people who change the team, that the automatically made... KD automatically made the Warriors, and not just the contender, but automatically made the Warriors a dynasty. Soon as he's not, I mean, got a darn signature on that paper already. So going forward... You think adding like Boogie Cousins or say for instance they drop Boogie Cousins and they finesse a way to get AD through trading, I don't know, by trading uh, 
Draymond and Klay Thompson. You think that's not, you think that's imbalanced or that's balance? Because at, at a certain time, like, people always used to go, like, oh, the Celtics had everything. Not that many motherfuckers was watching basketball. So everybody was cool with the Celtics having that thing, that, 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 that super team. Or, you know, all the other teams that was great, like the Lakers had those great teams, things of that nature. Do you think right now the parity is different from back then? Because there's a there was a chance that when you go when you win against that Lakers team, because Jordan beat them, the Pistons beat them. I think Larry beat them. So they all they, they the Lakers team got beaten even with Kareem, even with Magic Johnson, even with James Worthy, even with all them other niggas can't name. This Warrior teams will not be beaten. You can't see that in the near future. I, unless, barring injury, last year, the Warriors team wouldn't be beat. LeBron couldn't even get one game up out of them. And I know J.R. Smith from Washington. The year before that, the Warriors team couldn't be beaten. They went 16-1 and in the Western Conference. At a certain time, the league do has to look at that there is a parity issue in a sense of, I know it, I know on the outside looking in, it's good for money because the Golden State Warriors is the face of the NBA in terms of teams. It's, it's great for money. It's great for the city of San Francisco because it brings people in. Things that I nature, jersey sales, eyes on TV because everybody want to watch history and make it in terms of dynasties. And the Raiders is going to go up. It's always going to be social media revolving around. But that creates, like, LeBron going to Miami or the big three happening in Boston. That creates a chain of a cycle of events of niggas just going to start teaming up with each other, and there's going to be no reason for nobody to go to Charlotte. There's going to be no reason for niggas to go to Indiana. There's going to be no reason for niggas to go to Washington. There's going to be no – niggas barely go to OKC. So, like, it's there, – there's be no reason. There'll be no reason for niggas to go to New Orleans. There'll be no reason for anything. So – my thing is personally, is that I I think there is should be something now the whole All Star thing will probably won't work out, but in terms of they have to create parity in the league because when the last time that there when the last time you actually got upset like you you actually was wrong in a prediction of a finals, Chris? When was the last time? The last time. I- when Miami lost to the Spurs second time, I mean the the second time the Spurs and the Heat went at it. One. That was the last and time because like they sh- still should have won that. Uh, one before the, that, that's one. And the, then the Dallas the Mavericks, yeah, of course that one. Um, and then the year before that, we had it was the Lakers and the Celtics. I was, okay, nobody cared about that boring old time basketball. It was boring. It was, it was a real. It was really boring, but. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. I didn't even. It was boring. It was, it was nobody. Everybody was wondering if LeBron was going to leave or not. So, be, starting that time, so LeBron, was that 2009, 2010, or was that 2010? 2009, 2010, 2010, 2010. Yeah, that's about right. Yes. All right. So, from, from since almost 10 years has passed, and there's only been two upsets. Two. After that, it was a guaranteed. This person's winning. That person's winning. This person's winning. That person's winning. This but person's that's winning, been the NBA for forever, though. That's an eh. That's been forever, forever, though. If you give me, we I can research. Not counting the, not counting the Celtics. 
not counting the dynasty of the Celtics, I'm gonna say again, nobody gave a fuck about basketball that much. So okay, but since it, the eighties. Since so, the eighties, nigga, I don't know. That's, that's the go. That's pretty much. But like, even then, the eighties parody okay, so, didn't exist. Okay. It was literally the Lakers and the Celtics, and then the right, and then the 76ers paint came out of nowhere for one year, and then after that, it was still Lakers Celtics, the and then we the had Pistons, the, Pistons. the Pistons. The Pistons had a three four year run, but and then Jordan, and yeah, and then Jordan. So like, and then, but and then, after that, it was the Lakers for most of the two thousands. I would say on the sense in the sense of Jordan, I would say the only time looking back on that, the only time Jordan had an overly stacked team was the second three peak. That team was just freaking stacked beyond belief. Yeah, and that but was because he the still watched the the whole niggas the first time. I know they watched. I know who they watched niggas, bro. I was just saying. Niggas could have tried harder against, you know, the, 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 the three street I mean the three people before that. They just couldn't beat Jordan. Jordan was just unstoppable. It was God it was Jordan. Jordan. You know, you can do and an even more athletic Scotty uh, more athletic and younger Scotty than than two. But I would say I would say Yeah, Jordan never went to a, a seven a game seven and stuff like that. But I would say I I would, I would still say that you know, it probably was a little bit more competitive back then than it is now. Literally, you can't stop the Golden State Warriors. You can't build a team to stop them right now unless you stack five All Stars, bro. Like that, you gotta hope in free agency that Clay Walk. You gotta hope that they somehow get rid of Draymond. And even if they get rid of Draymond, they just and Clay, that give them room to add. Eight. So there's. You gotta hope Kevin Durant won't, but by the look of it, I don't. I think Kevin Durant loves San Francisco, so I don't think it's no. They're actually in Oakland. They, they are oh. moving to San Francisco. Oh, Nobody I mean, loves San Francisco. G. <laughs> okay, but I think. Well, either way it goes, I think KD loves California. Everybody so, loves California. Shit. Exactly. So I, I just you can't. So you but have this to is the thing. You're saying all of this, but and you, this goes back to what you said: the salary cap. The reason why people are saying this may be legit the last year for the Warriors is because they got to decide between KD and Clay this offseason. Boogie ain't coming back. He's not taking another pay cut. He's not. He's not. He's getting his ring, and he says, I'm about to take this max. I'm about to take this max. So, like, I hear everything you're saying, but, like, regardless, the – this is the legit the last year of their reign of like pure uneducated dominance because you can't pay everybody and like KD already made it known he's not picking a pay cut and even Clay taking a pay cut he's still gonna get close to like a max so it's like we're still gonna be in tax hell we won't be able to get boogie and with if we lose boogie. We're definitely okay. gonna lose Boogie, but just to keep, so, if we're trying to keep Clay, we had to get rid of Draymond. So, and you got to factor in, you got to put pieces around him. This is true, fantastic, and I, I know we going to. So they got that team right. All right, perfect world. They keep Clay. They keep KD. They move Draymond. Sorry, with the way this league is, Draymond is really, really, really him. You got Jordan Bell for a reason. So. Even then, he's been looking shaky. <laughs> I don't think they barely they barely play him. 
yeah. He knows after when Kevin Looney legit get in minutes. Ah, <laughs> oh, they got a whole Well, well, I still think they're still competing because you can't, you can't, you would have to move. One piece would have to move with Braun. The Celtics will have to, the Celtics going to move pieces out this offseason. One of the young people, one between all them young stars, they got somebody's not staying there. And they already gave Marcus, which I would say for all the people on Marcus Martin, he's not No. Shouldn't have kept Marcus Martin. Shouldn't let him walk. I don't care how scrappy he is. One worth it. Because I would keep Terry Rozier before I could keep Marcus Smart. But. Terry Rozier looking bad this year, too. But. I still would keep him. And then what Marcus? He just played great defense. Eh, still losing to the Orlando Magic. Still losing to Brooklyn. No, I think they just beat Brooklyn. They still losing to random old teams. So I Greek Freak ain't going nowhere until he gets help. So what do you what do you because nobody's going to freaking Milwaukee. Could you open the door to see go see mama? Uh like what what it's 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 at a point where whoever goes to Brock, I say the Lakers because the, the young core get older. They're gonna get one person guaranteed, no matter who it is. It could be Chris Middleton. They only get one person. So who who else competes? Chris Paul getting older by the second. I don't see nobody going to Houston. Freaking. I don't believe in the Nuggets. No to use. It's freaking Utah. I don't know what they're going to do to add one more person with Paul George and God darn. Um, uh... Uh, OKC needs another guy. They just need to realize that offense needs to go. Th- well, scoring portion of offense needs to run through Paul George. Which and they I think they slowly. God darn! I'm, I hate the fact that James Harden having sent Paul George for legit being MVP talk right now. Yeah, and but then on top of that, Stephen Adams is getting better every damn year. But still, if that, if that, when you look at it. Can you still think they beat a Lakers team with one more? Do they? Do they? And that's why it's like at a given day, you kind of I know to an extent that it's always been like that. But right now, when we was watching football, right, and football is different because there's one game that separates you from one somewhere and not. But we just looking at football. Right? We didn't know the outcome. Me and you was at work saying, "Man, I pray that that Tom Brady lose." He's but deep down in my heart, I knew Tom Brady wasn't about to lose. Were, I knew Tom. But when, <laughs> when we won Chief games, one missed call changed that whole series. I mean, yep. changed that whole game. Pretty much. And we, we went out and didn't know what happened. I just think I wish there was more to the point of we don't know. Like, And then it helps with other players' legacies. Cause Dan's got an F up legacy now. Like he's not gonna ever win a chip. He's in freaking Portland. Like, but the thing is, the league has always been that way. Like I could, I, I've been watching. Like as far as back I can remember, it's always been one dominant team. Like the '90s, clearly Jordan, and then when Jordan disappeared, the Rockets was purely that one dominant ass team. And then once Jordan retires, Shaq and Kobe. How Lakers. many games did the Rockets go against? You said what? How many games did the Rockets go against? Which Rockets? I think there's a difference. I think there's legit a difference in when it comes to dominance and then there's dominance. 
The Warriors sweeping the freaking Western Conference is a different type of dominant. The Lakers did the that Rockets. too. Well, the, the the Lakers had Shaq and Kobe then. That's why I said, hey, at that time, hey, that's what happened. There was two people, nobody, nobody. To an extent, that, that was good. But this is, I, I still think this is different. I, I really do, I really do to the point. Yes, nobody was stopping Shaq and Kobe, right? But eventually, Kobe ended their stuff and they did get beat. This Warriors team will not get beat. It, it, was, it, was, uh, it just can't be beat. Like we, you do, we do sometimes. get, we do get, and we do have sleeper teams. Like the Spurs have how many championships when they built? And it wasn't a time you could just say the Spurs was just the most dominant team in the league. They were always the most consistent. Always, team. exactly. The the, the, the Pistons have four championships. The Pistons have four championships, and apparently they don't like the score to go past eight, three eight championships, and apparently they don't like the score to go past eighty five. So you can't. It's oh sixty five. My apologies to the. <laughs> but you can't. You can't. You can't. Like it happens. Dallas got a championship. Miami got how many? Miami had wait. Did Miami have two on one before Brian? They had one, and then Bron added two. So, like, teams get there. It's just that I would say the only exception is Bron and them. I mean, not not Bron, no, because Bron had a hard time. Shaq and Kobe was legit just out of this world. And I'm pretty sure it was somebody just like me saying the same thing, that there's no parity in this league because can't nobody stop this big ball head. And this got darn dope with a freaking teenage girl in Colorado or something like that. So it's it's this. <laughs> I might name the episode that teenage girl from Colorado ended ended the Lakers. <laughs> so like, like you can't do that. That I agree that the the that the lawyers are, the ones are closest to. And then like Jordan is the freaking goat. So you would. But other than that, there has been parity in this past. And what do you do to what do you do to stop this, G? Okay, the salary cap stops it, right? The salary cap stops it to an extent, but you still have KD and Steph Curry on the same team. That's two top five players in the league on the same team. And all four saying Steph Curry is Steph Curry looks way better than Rick right now. Steph Curry looks way better than a lot of people. The only two people he don't look better than is probably Greek Freak and Kawhi in terms of that top five. And he climbs up the top five. I'm not putting Harden there. Look at how good Harden player. Don't put him there. Because in the playoffs, we don't see Harden. We see Larden. That's Harden with an L. We see Larden. So, I don't care. I'm not putting him there. So, top five players right now, you got Brian. You got Brian. You got KD. You got what? I don't care who else after that. Steph, Green Freak, AD. I don't Teams is in W's. So I hope you got two of them on the same team. Then the top 10, how many of those people are on the same team? So it, it, it gets really, really. Now, I don't mind. Like, if there was a combo of just KD, Steph Curry, and a bunch of people around, that's fantastic. Combo of just LeBron James, AD. That's fantastic. Combo or even Kyrie and AD. Just them two. Fantastic. Just like you got the I, I like one two punches. One two punches 
would be a very more exciting league than just the Warriors got. Five niggas was going to got darn Kobe Colorado you to the finals, bro. It's, I can't. I can't. I can't. That was a good one. I can't. It, it, gets, it, gets, it gets weird, bro. So, oh, no, man. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Warriors in the finals. It's literally. It's literally. Uh, what I was about to say. It's literally. Who the Warriors beat in the East now, G? Who? Does anybody believe in that? People are thinking there's just going to be a Nuggets and God Dollars. There's going to be a Nuggets and Warriors Eastern Conference Finals. And to that, I say, I mean, Western Conference Finals. And to that, I say, I feel sorry for you living in Utah, sir. So I can't, I can't, I can't believe. I, 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 I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. It is what it is, and I'm going to stand by this, that this is the last year of the Warriors' pure dominance because they got decisions to make. And with that being said, it is what okay, it is. Okay, one last question. Steph Curry don't lead them to an Eastern Conference Finals. Western. A Western Conference Finals, I'm sorry. A, so, fun, oh, a freaking Conference Finals. So what's the question again? You don't see KD and Steph Curry lead them to the Conference Finals. They can, they but... They can, but I hear, like you mentioned, like, Steph and KD are two top five players, yes. But we've also seen that there was a point where Russ was in a top five conversation as well. And we didn't see them go to the finals. They kept blowing it. But there's a better chemistry between KD and Steph. But they can, but this leads you back to the question of, it depends who the Warriors build. It's how they build a team around them. Man, because I'm but at the same time, I would say this. It's not going to be the same because you're missing another top three shooter of all time. You're missing one of the best defenders of all, one of the best pound for pound defenders of all time as well. So, like, you, you it depends on how you built that team. It sounds like you're in a uh, plunge. My like, bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. My bad. All right. We can go to the next topic. Right, but let's move on to the Lakers. The Lakers versus Rockets game, but it's going to be more towards a Lakers talk. But last night, the Lakers without LeBron, Rondo, and now let's add Lonzo to the injury report of the Lakers uh, yo, in the second half. Yo, you said two weeks. God was like, double that for you, big homie. He doubled the <laughs> hell out of that. But, yeah, so if you don't know, Lonzo sprained his ankle during the beginning of the second half of the Rockets versus Lakers game last night where the, the Lakers had a 21-point lead. And the moment that Lonzo ankle uh, literally did the hezzy on him, things went downhill. And despite the efforts of the Lakers, they still lost the game. And but and it was a good game. Like it was a really good game during the fourth quarter in overtime. But it goes back to the fact that literally James Harden broke is broken. He's literally a walking two K my player right now in every way in every way possible. <laughs> and luckily he got the help of Eric Gordon because like if Eric Gordon did not come alive, I feel like the Lakers would have 
escaped out of Houston with that win. But the Lakers right now, I will say this. If you watch that game and from start to finish, so if you saw it from the beginning of the first half and you saw the second beginning of the second half, and notice how much of an influence Lonzo has on the Lakers team. Yeah. You cannot tell me in my face that Lonzo doesn't make that team better. He has that, I'm going to call it like Andre Iguodala effect to the team. Whereas like when he's missing, you realize how much the Warriors kind of miss him. Like you, they play differently, but it's like, Damn, they low-key need Iggy. But at the same time, it's like, they still good, but they need that nigga. Lonzo's that type of guy because he does yeah. everything for him. Iggy does all the, like you, like people say Draymond does all the dirty work. Iggy does that in a sidekick capacity where it's like, damn, Iggy does everything for these niggas. No matter what it is, he does it. If he needs to make an open shot. He'll do it. If he needs to uh, play make, he'll do it. If he needs to defend the best player at the time, he will do it. Lonzo was that. And the moment Lonzo got hurt, that Lakers team, they, for one, they already don't have a point backup point guard because Rondo's out and LeBron is clearly out too. So you have no true ball handler. But... That team defensively went downhill without Lonzo. Offensively, it became very stagnant without Lonzo. And even when LeBron and Rondo come back probably later this week, it's going to be very different because the energy that Ron, I mean Lonzo brings and just the confidence he plays with is on top of it all. And plus, you won't miss the shooting because he's probably arguably there – First, second best shooter right now. So it's going to be interesting without these four. Hopefully, it's four weeks. Hopefully, four weeks without Lonzo. He's young, so I'm thinking it's four. He's really he's young. So and I don't think it was on the leg that he uh, had to rehab this uh, this off season. I think it was the opposite leg. So that helps. So I hate the fact that I'm calling him. You said what? I hate the fact that I'm calling him young. I hate the with the fans like I'm. He's a young and he can get them back together back there when I was playing. No, I, I like it. Yeah, this is crazy. How you think I feel when I sit here and look at <laughs> niggas like Goddamn? I think Anthony Davis and I are the same age. That nigga about to have freaking two hundred million dollars real soon. Me, meanwhile. I'm working a full-time job, and, and literally, I'm sitting like, damn. We graduated at the same time. This nigga about to be a $200 million there. Fuck man. it, man. <laughs> He's like, what am I doing wrong with my life? So, I understand how you feel, G. So, uh, but yeah, but he's young, so he'll be back. And then on top of it, like a month, actually. Yeah, if he miss a month, he'll miss, like he'll be back, right? Because he'll be back either right after All-Star Weekend, so... It helps in a way, so. But overall, though, like it, the Lakers. If I say one thing, that game proved to me that they they do need to move, make a move. But at the same time, you want to really 
see things play out this season with the group you have now. Ooh. Solely because there has hasn't really been a point where everybody was healthy at the same time. Yeah. So it's like because like you beat the Warriors and then you lose both Bron and uh, Rondo for literally almost a month now, and the moment that the young guys start getting it flowing again, it's like then you lose Lonzo while the, literally the same day, the day after LeBron and Lonzo, I mean LeBron and Rondo are clear to come back. So you really don't know how good this team is currently constructed. That's why I say you don't want to jump the gun to make a move, but if you do make a move, make it something smart and not fuck it. We blowing it. We blowing everything up. We're not blowing everything up, but like we're going all in on the on Anthony Davis when we really don't need to. If that makes sense, because you still have you still have like you still have potential in areas where it's like. Dang, we really don't need to make this move. But if we do, it's like, because, like, this is the reason I say it is because I, like, I honestly believe this is the last year of super dominant Warriors. So it's like, okay, next year is, I will call it, like, the reset of the league that we always have every few years. Whereas it's like, okay, we're going to see where the parity shifts to now. And we're about due for that Lakers era of dominance because the Celtics is right in that same position in a way. So it's like they always they always good at the exact same time. So it's which is weird. So it's like, do you really need to make that super good, super crazy move when you still have LeBron Lonzo proving he he's ready to take that step and he, and on top of it, and then you got Kuzma there. <laughs> like, Ingram, like I said, is strongly expendable. Strongly. He's the most expendable one, plus Josh Hart. If you can get something for them that doesn't totally, I would say, you look at the team in an entirely different light, cool. But it's just like, do you do you really want to make that move this season or wait till the off season? See how things play out. And then make that move in my book. Yeah, uh, nicely said. I just, I, for me, you know, it all depends. I would say this in what LeBron wants at the end of the day. So, in this, in this uh, LeBron say, hey, Magic, go deep into the playoffs. You make a move. Or well, Magic, I want to wait to You don't make a move. You take this team. Hopefully, you just don't get the eighth freaking seed. I think it once LeBron be, comes back, they're going to end up back in the top four, top five seed. Hopefully. You they don't like, want it's just the, the way the West is set up. AC. It is going to be really weird get knocked out the first round. <laughs> so, you don't want that. Any other, any other seed you get, you, you want to get opposite of the Warriors, basically. You say you want the freaking, what? what's that? Second. Fourth, six seeds. Like second, fourth. Is it second, fourth, six? So yeah, you want either be two, two, three, or six. 
two, three, or six. You want that? You want to be that because you avoid the ways at all costs. You beat the Rockets just because you have LeBron James on your team. You beat every game in a seven-game series. Probably the only one you seven with would be the OKC, except for the Warriors. And nobody's touching the Warriors because they automatically win because you know that sense. And we just had this whole talk. So, um, I don't know if I if you was Magic, what you doing? You wait to the end. I'm talking Magic. Go I'm no, go ahead. Talking, I'm just talking to OKC. I mean, I'm talking to um, New Orleans the whole entire time. Every day I'm calling. And to the point I get a restraining order. Bro, you got one. I'll, you, <laughs> this is like a deal, man. Let's shake that one crack a cousin, Joe. Look, man, it's not it's not about you right now, Joe. It's, it's about the league in general, okay? <laughs> you got like how I taught the cousin in that fantasy league, man. I was like, look, I understand. You're not as important right now, but this means a lot to me to win. <laughs> so let me go ahead and get James Harden real quick. But in this case, go ahead and get AD real quick, man. So, uh, I don't know. Like, the Lakers is so weird because the assets they have is not as good as the Celtics. And then if I'm the Pelicans, if anything, I'll, I'll just wait to what the – but I'm hanging the phone if it don't involve Jason Tatum. So, I But I even then, the Celtics are out the conversation because Kyrie – because Kyrie. The Kyrie rule, I think the Kyrie I mean, I think the D-Rose rule, he, he can't do it this season, but if he signs a new contract, he can do it. Even so then. I think it's two people. You can't do that. Two people eligible for my contract or something like that. But okay. KD, AD got, I have to read up on the rule again, but AD got one more year technically. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, we, we think it's so far ahead because he's going to, dec- we know he's going to decline that max this year. And that automatic. So yeah, I think something is out of race. No, but if 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 Kyrie signs with them in the offseason before the AD situation, then AD it's gonna be got guns and blades. This podcast is gonna be freaking lit. All right, niggas is gonna be going everywhere. But um, I don't know if I'm bad. You, but this is the thing. Do you want to wait again in the poor situation? Have well, the thing is, you got Anthony Davis is a two-year thing because like he still had like it's a trade situation with this, and I feel like Anthony Davis isn't a head ass like Paul George when it comes to it because it just seems, I I honestly feel like Paul George Westbrook put a gun to Paul George's head and said nigga you are staying and I'm having a party tonight and you coming and you gonna say you gonna stay nigga and Paul George said sure. Right before, because Westbrook must have got word that the needle was coming. <laughs> the, the needle, the needle uh, was coming, G. So hey, he was like, and then like, in, in all honesty, G, I'm, if I'm Magic, I would have to hold that. I would have to make a goddamn big old L out of my son's high heel boots <laughs> and say that how good Paul George player right now. I missed on a great opportunity. It's like real talk. Yeah, I understand. Like that, he is playing amazing, and they missed out. Nice. Hey. I guess. Yeah, like it but, happens, but, but it is what it is. But I take uh, like they they're top fourteen. Just it just sucks. I don't know why. Why like broad teams these days literal freaking injuries. Just every, <laughs> it's like it's not the first time I've heard him talk. <laughs> my team, my whole team, not my, f- 
Oh, my bad. I got my cover on me. This, this, like, this not the first time I've ever heard him saying my team, my whole team not even healthy yet. Let's, let's talk about this with my whole team healthy. Like, this is – it's just uh, – he's probably one of the most uh, – other than got um, – who else? Other than uh, – Dominique, he probably one of the most unluckiest goddamn basketball players. Though. He probably one of the unluckiest champions. Yeah, I'll say he's more uh, get, one of the more unluckiest champions. Because I'm like saying, put him in. Dominique couldn't even get to the damn conference finals. <laughs> I mean, couldn't get to the conference finals. G. Every time he thought it was sweet. Hey, 76ers is here. Hey, Boston Celtics here. Oh, okay, 76 fell off. I just gotta worry about Boston. Pistons said, "Hey, with a punch in the face." So. Hey, you gotta hold that. Because <laughs> I'm lucky as hell. Or anybody in Cleveland for people broadcast. But, uh, damn, man, I don't know. I hope the Lakers get it back yeah. together. I hope they Yeah, I think they're gonna be good. Like, like I said, the fact that they're still in the playoff race in the West, they didn't totally fall out. And this is a very important stat that even that a Laker fan. Who I follow on Twitter, uh, shout out to, uh, I forgot his name, but follow uh, Zotan Podcast on Twitter because uh, very big Lakers fan right there. But he literally said that this Lakers team without LeBron won more team, won more games than Kevin Love and Kyrie did without LeBron. Just Ooh. off this one season. So Ooh. that says enough, even though both were under 500, but... For one, you got to remember how young this team is, still is, and also that they got to – it's like when LeBron went out, they got to all readjust to like, oh, God damn it. Okay, Kuzma, you got to score. Lonzo, do everything. Ingram, be consistent, please. So, but like they were starting to get it going, and like I said, I think when LeBron come back, they easily going to be back in that place again. Like they're going to mm-hmm. like – like that. People saying they're not going to make the playoffs. You really must not understand basketball if you sit there and tweet with a straight face that the Lakers are not about to make the playoffs. When LeBron got damn James on your team, and while all you have to do is literally get in front of, hold on, let me pull up these standings. All you have to do is get in front of the clip. Well, they out the playoffs right now, but I think this is mainly because they lost last night. F the Clippers, by the way. But all you have to do is get in front of the Clippers. Easy. And by the way, the Clippers was a number one at one point. And they're, and they're right there in the, oh, fuck, we got to get in the playoff race. Utah, I don't believe in Utah. San Antonio, they're up in Daisy. And the Rockets are literally a Chris Paul Taking the ball away from uh, James Harden, away from literally falling probably to the AFC. And once again, Portland Trailblazers. G, seriously. So literally, if you if you believe that literally the Clippers will beat, make the playoffs for LeBron, your head ass. If you think the Jazz will even be a seventh seed, your head ass over LeBron. Come on now. So. Get 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 your head out your ass, please, because you gotta be damn goofy. You think LeBron isn't about to make the playoffs? We still got two months of regular season to go, and LeBron took a month break because he could have came back two weeks ago. Honestly, yo, we got only two months. Dang, two months left. About yeah, about two months. Yeah, about 
two and a half months of regular season basketball, G. Come on now. God, yeah. So anyway, let's move God, on no, to the next to... topic. Um, a dialogue about Kyrie Irving. Big Kyrie Irving. So I know you want to have a dialogue about our boy Kyrie, G. So I, right, will so... let you do your thing. So I, right? It's it's like because right now, so it's cool down with me. Because of it was so many, like, I don't even want to call it hairline, but stuff about Kyrie. So my whole thing is like, what the heck is going on in Boston? And what Kyrie in the interview has said, he was like, um, these young guys. One, quit talking to reporters because they're going to spin that whatever way they freaking want to. Like, I, I don't think he's at the, I don't think he's at the, um, at the point of his career where he just, you know, talk to reporters and they just go off that, of what he said. Um, me personally, he's, well, he's, I think he, he's, he's low key shading his goddamn team. And with that, I was like, you, you don't want to do, cause you, you can't shade him because they went somewhere without you. And, like, if I was him, I'd just be going to Hayward in the situation and shut the heck up. But that's just a small thing. The big thing is you call Braun. And, and it's not like Braun said, oh, yeah, Kyrie called me and asked me to walk the chair. No, you said you called Braun. This wasn't no nobody broke this news. This that. And. Every best of our players. Oh, Could so you imagine if the, the how the narrative would have changed if, if LeBron, LeBron said, broke the news? Man. My dog is... Ah! Stop! I'm Shout not playing. Stop. Just bit the heck out of my finger. I'm sorry for screaming, G. But, uh... Man, like... If the, the one... I wouldn't even be able to look at ESPN because that wouldn't be going on for three months straight. Literally. <laughs> Kyrie being a finals against State Warriors. Man, y'all remember that time when, when Kyrie had to call Braun when Braun said that? Like, yeah, no. But my 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 thing is, and this is what's ticking me off about the whole thing. You left because you didn't like that nigga Shadow. So how do you think the people on the team feel? The funny thing is, you wasn't winning without Braun. They won stuff without you. I they won playoff games without you. Yo, Kyrie couldn't even win a regular season game against insert team here with Braun used to rest. So what you you have to come to an understanding of saying like uh, he did. He said, I understood. But you have to come to a... Come here. You have to come to an understanding where... That... You... Why did you leave? Because now it's strictly ego. And he becoming a nigga. You ain't Kobe. That's what, I'm going to say this forever when we talk about Kyrie. And I'm a big Kyrie fan. I'm a Byrie fan. Nigga, you ain't Kobe. 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 Kobe. So you just can't do these things. It's like Jason Tatum is a stud. Jalen Brown is af- athletic as heck. Gordon Hayward's white. <laughs> you got all these people 
on this team, except for go to Hayward, who did it without you? Who beat Greek Freak without you? They beat Philly without you. And you mean to tell me that you're saying these young guys. And so if you understanding, my thing is, if you understand how you felt when you was in Bronze Shadow, even though you just put yourself back in Bronze Shadow by even saying that, if you understand how that felt of being in Bronze Shadow, my dog is really annoying me right now, then you should be able to understand how Jason Tatum feels, how Jaden Brown feels. When they're playing in your shadows, and I, I honestly, I think everything that Kyrie's doing right now, like even him, you know, ever since he's been back, I think he's averaging double digits and assists and stuff like that. He's doing it as in, you know what? They say I, don't, I, I, I probably play too much ice to ball here. Let me give assists. Let me do it. I think everything he's doing is a low key jab at his freaking team, the young guys on the team. The pretty much Jason Tatum, uh, What's his name? Um, the black, the black athletic guy in God darn and uh, scary Terry. I hate calling him that, but I couldn't remember his first name. So, I mean, his last name, Terry Rozier. So, my thing is, ooh, I, I just don't understand. Like, it was he's in a situation where his best move is just to be quiet because now and he can, you know, he's a freaking multi man. Probably don't care what people say on social media. But now narratives are getting written, and now we don't know what was the reason. What like what was the reason of you leaving? Now you just might as well come out like, man, I ain't want to be here when LeBron said because LeBron said he was going to LA, so I ain't want to be here when he went to LA. So like, I, I don't understand. I, I really don't. I, I, I really don't. Kyrie, what the heck? What is the flying fudge cakes in the basket, G? Like I, I, I don't understand. I don't. All right. Uh, like, go I ahead, Chris. I want to hear yours. So, like, I love Kyrie. Like, like you, I'm a Kyrie fan. When, like, this is pretty much an extension to the conversation we had last week, but just hearing the news that he talked to LeBron and he's the one that broke it, Bro, so it just threw me yeah. off in a whole loop because it's just like, gee, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you do It's like I, I like for, it's like if you did talk to him, okay, cool, but we didn't have to know. And like, yeah, you said you called him just to apologize <laughs> and all of that, and you met you kind of briefly mentioned this. Like, yeah, he has his own shadow, people in his shadow now that's trying to at least not. I would say break free, but want to feel just as equal. And that's Jason Tatum, and that's Gordon Hayward, and Jalen Brown is improving day by day. And then Terry Rozier, he just wants a damn shot. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, gee, you understand where these little niggas is coming from. So as you as a leader need to do a better job at least letting them shine in that aspect. Now, since you said exactly. this head ass shit, yeah, you y'all y'all have gone on a three game winning streak. You had in two of the three games, you had double digits and assists. Really good games by you, Kyrie. Respect as you should. But at the same time, what's going to happen when 
that those chemistry issues come fumbling back again because the thing is, this has been the highlight of the Celtics season. They'll win like three, five, six, seven games in a row, and then they'll mess around and end up losing three, five games in a row or lose five out of their last eight or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, y'all look good now, but like what – you but you Kyrie you need to it's like we know you're not Kobe you're not we said this last week but late <laughs> like as a whole he's been very LeBronish yes. it's comical in a way because just like yeah you're throwing jabs at your teammates here and there you're uh flirting with other teams players and stuff like that and it's just funny and light because it's just like, gee, at the end of the day, it's LeBron type moves that you're uh that's coming out your mouth. And mm-hmm. it's funny that's why it's, to me Kyrie looking funny in the light because it's just like, gee, LeBron rubbed off over you more than Kobe. <laughs> like the way you move, certain quotes you make, it's very LeBron like. <laughs> it's extremely LeBron like. And it's just funny because people love Kyrie. People love Kyrie. People respect Kyrie for wanting to leave uh, Cleveland. <laughs> and now it's like, damn, you sound like LeBron, people, my nigga. <laughs> I think people more respected Kyrie and wanted to leave Cleveland just because he was going opposite of LeBron. In all honesty, like I don't think it was. I don't think it was a. A situation in which they, oh man, Kyrie, he, they don't even feel like, yes, it's one of them, yeah, stick it to the man situation. It wasn't one of those, yeah, be, you know, an individual situation. Because now a lot of people turning on Kyrie, except for them, you know, them, them, them uber basketball heads that just love freaking, you know, dribble moves and shit like that. But most people <laughs> are turning on Kyrie. So. Exactly. Because, uh, and, this goes back to, once again, like, Kyrie, this is probably, like, the biggest like that's on Kyrie in his whole career. You could say last season, but regardless, it was more like LeBron struggles in Cleveland kind of, like, took away some of the spotlight. But, like, nigga, your team is, hold on, let me double check this, make sure I'm accurate. Your, your team is fifth. Y'all was supposed to be number one. Ooh. Y'all was supposed to be number one. Number one. And people, and let's see, I want to really wish people would kill this narrative that Boston's going to hit this flip, this switch. There's only one person on that team capable, and that's Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and I yeah. guess you could throw Al Horford in there. But even then, that's comical in his damn self. But the point of it all is Kyrie could flip a switch, but it's like, okay, that's just you, nigga. That's <laughs> just you. It's just you. Like, you can't come into playoffs with chemistry issues. Like, you can sit there and say, like, Definitely. when LeBron and his teams had their struggles, they still liked each other. There wasn't no locker room problems, nothing like that. And then it was enough veterans in the present to be like, hey, y'all, check it out. It's, this is the bigger picture. And then y'all at least was on the one on court knowing what the bigger picture is. I don't see that with this Celtics team. They're too young outside. They're, like, the presence of the youth 
is a little stronger than the veteran presence that's on the team. And then there's only one champion on the team, and that's Kyrie. And you can say Al Horford's that veteran presence, but it's like, the I'm pretty sure in his mind it's like, yo, these youngins did it on their own with me. So it was like, nigga, shut the hell up. It's like, nigga, like, hey. So it was like, my question is, is like, for the Celtics, with the chemistry issues, is it more like, okay, yeah, we have chemistry issues, but we understand the goal is, we all on one accord, the goal is beat the Warriors in the finals or make it, make it to the finals. Or is it like people are like, yo, G, yeah, I understand that we're capable, but like, nigga, I want my respect. I want my touches. I want to be looked at just as much of an equal as you. Why are we mm-hmm. trying to achieve this goal? And I feel like that is the problem with the Celtics right now. Because I've never heard a team have this many player-only meetings. And, <laughs> and people will say Cleveland last year, but like I feel like some of those, it was just the ones that Cleveland had were very loud, and we end up talking about them for like weeks at a time. So be like, oh, okay. Um, but, and then, like, they didn't even have none once they flipped Isaiah Thomas into uh, goddamn Jordan Clarkson. So <laughs> that's the joke in itself. But <laughs> it's like, you at the end of the day, you have to, like, look at it in a sense of where it's like, Kyrie G, what are you doing that's causing the chemistry issues because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you are the face of the team. And when we look back on like the success of the team last year, yeah, you were there, but like after All Star Weekend, after All Star Break, you had you decided to say, "All right, I'm about to go have knee surgery, y'all. Y'all be blessed." And they <laughs> proceeded to hold on. Well, they didn't wasn't the number one seed, but they still had the number two seed. They held on to it. Proceeded to be one game, literally a quarter away from being in the finals without you. So it's like in their eyes, it's just like pack out darn yeah, they were going, yeah, they were going to get slapped. They were going to slap if Kyrie was there. But the fact of the matter is, I don't believe that this team because when when I hear flip the switch, it's teams that I know have enough veteran leadership, championship uh, experience. And also that they understand bottom line is we we're capable of going to the finals, which is what that Cleveland team with Kyrie and Kevin Love was able to do, even when they were looking like cheeks during the regular season. They'll turn that switch on and whoop everybody ass. Mm-hmm. In the East, with ease. Mugs yeah, and so it's like that's a flip switch. I don't see that with this team. I don't because it's too many problems. It's too many chemistry issues. It's too many rotation issues and all of that. Funny thing is, I see that team with Philly more. Boston. Philly's Philly's like underrated good now. Like Philly's like underrated good now. I would give Philly the same freaking like kudos I give um, the same free kudos I give OKC. Like they are going to under, they are really under. And the niggas know they got, you know, three all-stars, stuff like that. But it's, like, Philly's really, really good. And I don't see Boston beating Philly now since they got a nigga that can shoot. Mm-hmm. So, 
man, it's it's. And Philly is literally adding another shooter away from literally. I feel like yeah. solidifying their place in like, hey, you gotta take a serious. Yeah. Like they're another like shooting perimeter based player, like a J.R. Smith type player. Or that's if Shamet if Shamet moves into his Yeah, shoot, but like I'm that. in a veteran sense though. Like Shamet yeah, but like a player who's been there. That's what I mean. Or a veteran a confident veteran shooter, pretty much. Yeah. That's why I said J.R. Smith type more than anything. So yeah. like so Kyrie as a whole has a lot to prove because at the end of the day, like, bro, we also know you can leave. And knowing <laughs> that inch, he won't be mad if you leave. Because he, he still has Jason Tatum. He still has Jalen Brown. He would still have Gordon Hayward. Terry Rozier would just secure the bag. And get this. Even though the Kings pick is gonna be a low, lower tier lottery pick. This is still a very talented draft. Shout so out you, to the rain of Buddy Hill. Yo, Buddy Hill hooping. But <laughs> just to con- come to the conclusion of like all of this as a whole, Kyrie, the spotlight is on you, G. Yeah. The spotlight is on you, G. And just know you're looking very LeBronish and the light and not Mambush. But we Ooh. concluded this already. You're not Kobe. But before we get into wrestling, I want us to do our mid-season awards because it's literally like most teams have played over half their games. And let's just quickly go over this real quick before we get into wrestling. So Mm -hmm. we're going to hit MVP, most improved player, six-man. I feel like I'm forgetting one. Defensive player of the year, year. coach of the year. And we really don't got to worry about trying to even – Fit in all NBA, so we're not even going. Yeah, all NBA. Oh, and rookie of the year, rookie of the year. First team all NBA will be the hardest thing for anybody this year. Dude. Yeah, it's hard. always all. hard, but this year is super difficult. So we're not even going to do that <laughs> to ourselves and I'm you guys too. Great. So, but uh, so let's start off with who's your MVP? Uh, I hate to say this, as of right now, it's James Harden. As of right now. Uh, okay. It is like James Harden by a hair, but right now, just because of and I hope he doesn't win because the, the with the thing people are saying he's doing way more with less. Bump that because what did Braun do with that team last year? Even though they're bringing up G League people for James Harden, I think they only still had eight players away. dressed up last night too. Like they, 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 he, he is doing it for them. Um. But uh, I, I do give it to James Harden. James Harden just being freaking amazing right now. And um, uh, I'm trying to see who else will I. Okay, that's it. James Harden. But Greek Freak, if Greek Freak can somehow pull it, if Greek Freak can get, if Greek Freak can get the Milwaukee Bucks in the number one seed in the East, which they are right which now, will keep Milwaukee Bucks in the number one seed in the East. I get to agree, freaking out. Okay, so I'm gonna agree. It's, it's it is James Harden solely because <laughs> just the literally the entire month of basketball he's been playing. So it's niggas. You have to. Get he's to him. up there with Wilt Chamberlain stats right now. 
yeah, he's touching Wu territory, and yeah, which is disgusting in itself. But it's you can't knock it. And his he literally took his team that was way out the playoffs. There was a point where they were near the they were second worst team in the West. Yeah, and literally elevated them to a top four seed in the West. So it's like he did what he was supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. But Greek Freak is still in the conversation in my book. It's Greek Freak is still in the conversation, but I have to give it to Harden solely because what he's done and done alone. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so let's go with most improved player. Most improved player. We're going to that. Oh, Morse. Playing with that man's Kawhi. That nigga Pascal Siakam. That nigga, he doing his thing. He he just hit a game winner. Kawhi didn't even play that night. He was resting. He literally, um, walked, he literally casually, <laughs> he casually laid it up on the ass. They got to hold that. So, uh, shout out to Pascal. I did not know who he was. I just threw his last name. See, um, I did not know who he was to this year. And it shows. Uh, he is playing abnormal right now. Uh, he is being a, one of the best things. He's looking better than Cal Lowry on his team. And Cal Lowry is a point guard savant. So, um, just Pascal. That's what I, I'm giving it to Pascal. Okay. There's no other person who's worth it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, it's 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 Pascal, but I'm going I'm to say Buddy Heald. Ooh. Yeah, Buddy Heald has literally elevated his play. And he kind of justified, because, like, when they made the boogie trade, and it's also making the Pelicans look goofy in the light as well, too, <laughs> for trading <laughs> Buddy Hill. But it's making, yeah, it's that. really making the Pelican, I, I mean, the Kings owner, because he called the man, I see he could be like a Steph Curry type player. Buddy Hill is making mm. threes at a stuff, Steph Curry efficiency right now. So, and he's scoring at a crazy, like, what, like, I remember yeah, Buddy Hill in college. Like, that dude was getting buckets in college, off threes and other various ways. But, like, Buddy Hill mm-hmm. is literally, like, showing why that – showing that the Kings owner wasn't that insane. So, I'm going to say Buddy Hill that so far is my most improved. But Pascal in the conversation solely because, like, he elevated from literally the Raptors, probably their one of their key pieces to the bench to – Literally their second best player. Mm-hmm. Or arguably second best player or easily their third. But, yeah. So, let's go six, man. I already know what you're probably going to say. But I have some somebody that's going to throw you off, too. What the f- Man, now I... Okay, dude. He just gave somebody to tonight. Go. All right. Uh, so, I want to say Derrick Rose. I, my heart wants to say Derrick Rose, but yeah, I'm gonna give it to Derrick Rose solely because of what he's done. <laughs> this is a name. This is a name that I think will be the only dude who's in the running in six man against Derrick Rose right now. I'm gonna say Baby Sabonis on off the Pacers. Okay. Yeah, Baby Sabonis has been hooping. He, I'm looking like like literally. I thought about it. And I'm like. And I remember when the Pacers was winning games for Oladipo when he was out for like two, three weeks. Sabonis was hooping most of those games. And I thought he was starting the whole season, but Thaddeus Young's actually started. But like Sabonis comes off the bench and is giving you 15, 
10-3 off the bench. He's not really getting steals and blocks, but like he's doing whatever necessary that they need as a pretty much second their second best score. And probably their second best player on top of it all, honestly. But Sabonis, baby Sabonis is like if you had the base if they wanted the bases off solely off of okay, who's what which player is the bet on the better team, Sabonis may get it. Because he's also probably their second best player. The best pick because of, like D Rose's story is better. Also, yeah, D Rose's story is a lot better though. <laughs> like, he's he probably like, and you gotta remember the and players be vote for this too. Yeah, he he may actually end up sneaking into the All Star game. Like he actually. Why do you keep saying sneaking? The players go vote. Like, he got a good. If the players vote him in, I know Harden is going to be pissed. So? The players in the me- the players in the media vote Derrick Rose in the media Harden. I feel like Harden would be pissed because he already saying take the fans vote because Derrick Rose got more votes than him. But it's just like, gee, but, <laughs> if okay, Derrick Rose yeah. legit gets in, gee, Harden is going to be triggered. Okay, okay, look, 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 look. There's still enough room for he might not start, but it's still enough room for him to be in an All Star game. Mm-hmm. Like I can care less about Dame being in. I can care less about anybody else. I want Derrick Rose in that fight. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, so, did we get everything? Well, uh, no, nah, we need defensive player, oh, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Paul George. We need an award. Yeah, we both agree it's Paul George. <laughs> he needs an award. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, defensive player. Most improved. Six man MVP. Yeah, that's everything. Yep, that's coach all the important year. ones. If there is a coach of the year, it will have to go to. Um, I'm giving uh, to uh, uh, the Bucks coach. Uh, you give it to uh, what's his name? Is it Buda, Mike Buda? No, yeah, Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, Budenholzer. Buda I'm giving it to him. Like, what? What? He's literally flipped that team around and literally maximizing Eric Bledsoe, Chris. I mean, yeah, Chris Middleton, and literally turned freaking Brooke Lopez into oversized Steph Curry. I, I agree with you. No, that's be more accurate. Oversized Clay Thompson. I use dribble. three actually because I was gonna say four, but they you tell me about the playoffs. I was gonna say Doc Rivers because he got the playoff. He got the playoff. Uh, okay, I'll replace it with whoever the Nuggets coach is. So whoever the Nuggets coach is, I think that's Mike Malone. I think. Who, okay, whoever the Nuggets coach is, yeah, Mike D'Antoni because that team is the fourth seed. On the I feel like it's more James Harden than anything <laughs> than D'Antoni. G. Nigga, he has to decide who's going on that court. <laughs> gee, he could throw G. He's throwing G leaguers on the court with him. That has not, it's James Harden, G. He has to recruit G leaguers figure out where they go play. <laughs> so he has to walk into practice one day and say that guy is one of his players because that's the first time he meets him, G. Like he don't give a damn Tony a nod, Joe. Uh, I give him his uh, nod. Nurse, Nick Nurse from the Raptors because he took a, a team and. He took a great defensive team and created a, a fantastic offensive team. Um, or the other way around. I don't well, they, were like already, they were already a decent. They were already a really good defensive team. And offensively, they were slightly better last year. But. Hey. He, he does the thing with the team. And um, uh, the Cavaliers coach. No, I'm just playing. I don't even know who that coach is. Uh, and Mike Budenholzer because he, he got Greek Freak playing and got the number one seed in the West. 
Uh, also, I do have to apologize to that nigga uh, who's OKC coach again because we stayed for that. Billy nigga, Donovan. Bro. Yeah, I got to apologize to Billy Donovan. Shout out to you keeping your job, big homie. And Alvin Gentry, I apologize for actually thinking you was going to keep your job. My big homie. All right, we can go to wrestling. All right, let's go to wrestling. So, <laughs> overall with wrestling, WWE as a whole, I would say this is the <laughs> best week Man. of WWE between both Raw and SmackDown and the first time in a long time. Because SmackDown has carried for a minute. But I would say... Both shows were good at the same time this week. Yeah. So, let's start off with Raw. So, the good news, well, bad news. Braun Strowman got his title shot taken away. Good news. Finn Balor has the title shot. Even uh, better. We say that. Good news. Braun Strowman got his title took away. Better news. <laughs> Braun Strowman lost his title shot to Finn Balor. Even better news. Finn Balor about to turn into the next Chris Benoit. <laughs> So it's, it's some good news. Uh, I'm actually fantastic with Brian Stoneman. Brian Stoneman is not ready. Uh, losing to Brock Lesnar again will even hurt him even more. So you eat the pit. You get Finn to eat a pitfall. You also not only have Finn eat a pitfall, you also create 50 different branches of story from this. You can have Brian Stroman in the field, which you create a... a then whoever wins the Royal Rumble on the mid side, which can create a fatal four way. Therefore, you don't, you can, it's good. You, you can have Rollins in the fear. You can have anybody, you can have Drew McIntyre in the fear. Have Rollins win the Rumble. Fatal four way, I mean. So, either way it goes, you have a way to create stories. Even if you don't want to go out Finn Balor eat the pitfall, you already got, you got a, a certified star in Finn Balor. Only I would say this though, if Finn Balor come out with just a leather jacket, you know, Finn Balor about to lose the five minutes, bro. That nigga ate the D. <laughs> that nigga about uh, to get strangled across the ring, G. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I like if he come out with just a jacket, that's a guarantee. Because whatever he's a demon, that means he wins. So because he, I don't think he. Last time he Damn, lost, G. This might be his first pay per view loss. <laughs> yeah, nah, this is gonna be his first pay per view. This thing a loser, bro. But unless they want to give us Seth versus Rollins for the U for the Universal title owed to uh, owed to SummerSlam, uh, what that like three years ago? I'm down for it, but uh, Brock ain't losing that belt. I hope this is the last time Brock competes at WWE Ring. I'm praying, but Brock ain't losing that belt, bro. That nigga keeping that. Um, but like I said, this is a win-win situation because you got the fans is going to not crap on that match. The fans is going to crap on Brian Stewart versus Brian Stewart. And now that you got a fan favorite and back to love, in a win-win situation. So that was fantastic, Booker. I know we all a bit sad. Excuse me. We are going to be a little bit sad when inevitably a what F5 going to take out freaking Finn Balor, but it's gonna be a beautiful match. Shout out to us being off next week. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the match as a whole. It's also positive that Brock Lesnar picked, supposedly picked Finn Balor. So for when he's that's tired like, of bullying Braun Strowman. That's like me picking some macaroni. Try to get a sad bitch nigga out. Yeah. Eat. 
Like, you know, I always keep that one. You know, like. <laughs> but, yeah. but that was just one good portion of Raw. Uh, shout out to the Almighty, the All oh Great, my God. the oh Legend, my God. the Man, the Vice Lord, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> That nigga be twerking in a ring. You cake for him, bro. Look, man. Look, man. Look, man. The man turned to a vice lord after the uh, after twerking in the ring wasn't working for him. So he found something that worked, and he won the icy belt. So you want to hear the success and whatnot, but do you want to hear the uh, the reason Bobby Lashley won the belt? You gonna be really happy to tell you this. <laughs> Why? Well, it's a rumor. Because Kevin Love back on the horizon, and they're going to throw that belt back on the So apparently, Kevin Owen, yeah, too. Kevin Love, I'm going to say, that man toe broke. I'm like, it's open bottle for like. Kevin Owen's supposed to close the comeback round. If you were Bobby last year, get that belt back. They're supposed to rework on the DNA and Bros and whatnot. So who knows? Well. Either way, I did hear that, and it, it does excite me that Kevin Owens is coming back. Because, huh? Has face. Either way, like face or heel, Kevin Owens is a god in my book. So can't go wrong mm-hmm. with Kevin Owens. But either way, it's good that Kevin Owens is coming back. But it's just also helpful for Bobby Lashley's return since he's returned to WWE. Yeah, he has done nothing. Definitely. So like, definitely. it's a good. It's good for his legacy as a whole, as a WWE wrestler in his second run, that he's got this belt. And while also, like, he looks strong in the match either way. So it's like, it's not like he just won it in a very cheap way. He looked strong throughout the match winning it. And it wasn't like Dean was doing anything with the belt. Like, yeah, he beat Seth, but... I feel like once again this goes back to their they're putting the pieces back together to set up for whenever they decide to let Brock lose. So it's like mm-hmm. so it's like whether the ten percent chance that Finn wins, you Seth Rollins is available. Dean ten? Ambrose is available. Ten? Ten percent, man. Ten nigga bro. One percent, bro. Brock is walking out of there. I know, but still, man. It's, I'm just looking at it being optimistic, man. It's, yeah, it's that's just, a little bit too optimistic. You on edge was optimistic, right? <laughs> he is the uh, they call him the uh, <laughs> they call the nigga. Uh, I forget what Michael Cole used to call that nigga. My bad. I'll sign up before this episode is over. Right. That's something to do with opportunity. The uh, the something opportunist. The, oh. uh, Oh, what the fuck was it? Oh, go ahead. I'm but anyway, but whenever Brock loses the belt, you ha- you starting to get your pieces together because now this is where you... Well, we already know Seth Rollins is, is literally... At this point, he's A2 to Finn Balor's A1. So now you, you really don't need to worry the about... Ultimate opportunities. There we go. Ultimate opportunities. There we go. Uh, but yeah, Seth is always going to be the main event scene. This also gives you a chance to figure out what the fuck is wrong with Dean Ambrose. <laughs> what, ain't nothing wrong with Dean There's nothing Ambrose. wrong with him, but it's just like, 
he's not getting over as he should with this Bane-esque like gimmick that he's got going. But it gives you a chance to figure out what you can do to help get Dean Ambrose over without using cheap, I won't say cheap, but like over-the-top antics of slander and Roman Reigns. And then from there, we can sit here and say that you could start building up Drew and all of that and all of that while using Bobby Lashley to help build up your mid-card. And plus, John Cena's in the picture as well. So John Cena can help in any of those aspects. So it's looking going against black folk. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that happens because supposedly I'm surprised we haven't really talked about this. But shout out to the uh, podcast First Black Chant for putting me onto this news. I did not know that uh, big folks. What's his name again? I forgot his name. A man just slipped out of my mind. Uh, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan supposedly had a panic attack, anxiety yeah. attack. Prayers for him first, by the way, because I understand yeah, that. Like I have somebody very near to near and dear to me who has had panic attacks. So. I understand how it that goes, but when it comes to like that situation, because they say he was supposed to debut like last week or two weeks ago, and he had a panic attack before Raw started. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm surprised you really haven't heard about this, but I didn't. I heard about the panic Yeah, he was supposed to debut last week, and. Like, they say he hasn't been back since. Like, he hasn't been back, like, on the road. Because that's why, like, when we heard that EC3 uh, debuted at uh, main, what what's the the Super Size Show main event? Mm-hmm. I'm mad that's the name of it. Like, but anyway, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was supposed to be one of uh, Lars Sullivan matches to help get him going. So... The man never showed up because they all. I'm also hearing that they're that the uh, the call ups are supposed to be on both Raw and SmackDown for the time being. Yeah, because they decided which uh, they get testing yeah, off. So yeah. Lars supposed to appear on both shows, and they thought like, okay, he'll come back, but the nigga supposedly went home. But yeah. so prayers to Lars Sullivan, and hopefully he didn't shoot himself in the foot. When it comes to his, and stop playing his promo, he mm. shot himself in the foot. Yeah, so shout out to EC3 getting that overage, <laughs> and because he was supposed to fight John Cena, but if they saying uh, Velveteen Dream, yeah, they saying Velveteen Dream. Then shout out to my boy Velveteen Dream, G. That's yeah. all I can say. And unfortunately, Lars Sullivan made the list. He just made the list. So uh, he got to hold that, but prayers to him because that's. Very serious, yeah. and yeah, he can lose his job. Yeah, stuff, like I hope Definitely. he doesn't, but he could if, 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 like from what I'm hearing, it sounding a little messy. So I'm hoping he's okay, but I hope he don't lose his job too. But the man was supposed to get a super crazy push. He was supposed to fight Cena at Mania, but Dang. exactly. So hopefully he's all well with that. But Raw was overall good up and down. Uh, shout mm-hmm. to Sasha Banks telling Ronda Rousey, "You ain't shit." Um, I was, so, I was, it was. It was a lot of black excellence on Raw. The, 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 the fan of Four Away was really, really good. Everybody, a lot of people online hated the fact that John Cena did that to Finn Balor, but I love when Cena or any anybody says that, like coronate somebody, because that just gives somebody a smart, like us, a smart fan, 
that gives us the guarantee of what we all think and that has to rely on a dirt sheet that finally the company is behind him. Uh, it just takes that. It takes us sometimes. It takes a John Cena right ahead. Uh, John Cena ate the pin too, so exactly. Uh, that means a lot because Baron Corbin can eat that pin, and I couldn't do it without Baron Corbin. If Seth Rollins in that triple threat, man, I mean that uh, fatal four way. Oh, that fatal four way would have been. But uh, yeah, I, I I can't wait. Uh, now it's just kind of who the heck Drew McIntyre or Benny Fuel with for the time being. Uh, like who that? Well, he probably he probably gonna go against like Finn in the Go Home Show or something like that. Probably even Cena. I hope he beats Cena though. Um, but who knows? But I enjoyed that Fatal Four and that was really good. Really good. It was a really good match. And then and moving fun. on to SmackDown, uh, I'm gonna say is this. Rey Mysterio and CM Amos is still in the goddamn show. Yeah. They got a uh, week. They had a two out of three falls. Match. So I don't yep. make sure I'm going to catch that. So, yeah, yeah I got to watch that. I have to watch that. Because that match well, is going to be huge. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown was top to bottom fantastic. Until I realized they really going to main event at Shane McMahon birthday, Joe. Bro, he can't throw punches, <laughs> And niggas continuously, they're just continuously booking him like this. I don't give a fuck about Shane McMahon. I don't. I don't care for this dude. He is irrelevant to me. Uh, hey, I understand you, but it is what it is. One thing I will say, one of my favorite moments. Oh, shit, just dropped my phone. But one of my favorite moments of SmackDown, besides... uh. See, I'm Mr. Raven Series was literally when Samoa Joe beat the hell out of Mustafa Ali. Oh, I was there. Uh, that was one of, that's like, just seeing Samoa Joe beat the hell out of people was just fun. Get your ass up! <laughs> 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 he, he talks great A shit. Like, Samoa Joe can literally, like, if he was a tad darker, like, if he was the rock skin tone. He would literally be my favorite nigga wrestler, G. If he he could, if he was able to pass as a pure nigga instead of more Samoan, he would literally be a top five wrestler in my book, G. All time. I don't care. He talks too much shit, G. He talks shit like a nigga. You can tell he's been around niggas a lot, G. You can tell he don't be. You can tell. You can tell he's been around niggas. He talks too much shit like what, G. Yes. <laughs> they gotta match this Tuesday too. Uh, hopefully it actually starts. I think he was slinging Stuff Ali, bro. Shout out to Stuff <laughs> Ali selling because he was rag. Oh, it was getting rounded up, G. But, yeah. Um, my favorite. Mo- what was it, Mandy? <laughs> I don't know who thought of that god darn storyline, but it intrigues me. It, oh, it do because it's like it's petty, but like just seeing, like for one, you know Naomi's not acting. Yeah. This is she's not like she's like look motherfucker. <laughs> I will beat your ass. I'm not about to let no white bitch take my man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Yeah, I was talking man. Twins, twins, man. I'm like, oosh, all y'all me. You like exactly. oosh? Hey, that's it. 
literally, all, like, why did, why does she got to pick on the one that that is married? It's a whole twin. It looks just like him. He's just, I think, a tad chunkier. No homo. So it's like, what's wrong? What did you use chunky for, man? I don't know. Paul. That's why I said pause, man. Shit. Whatever. But at the end of the day, like, it's a funny ass storyline because just. Just the direction that it's going. And you know, it's a, like a very cheap, like, damn, they actually doing this. But it's entertaining. Oh, we forgot to talk about. So, they like, man, Mr. Miller said, you know, up the sexuality just a tad bit. They had a topless guy on Alexa Bliss situation. Oh, yeah, too. I forgot. We did not mention that. Yeah. So, shout oh, wow. out to that. Oh, and on top of that, which led to the the, the, the debut. debut of the uh, women's tag team belts, which is really, really fire. Those belts is freaking fuego. Um, I just need to know tag team. We probably get Bailey and Goddard. It's going to be Bailey and Sasha. We, we no, nah, but if Sasha wins, Sasha might win Sunday. I'd be shocked if she do. Because they don't need a belt for the Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. They really we don't. Need don't. A belt for that, so. They don't. So that's the main win Sunday, and then you have Sasha versus Bailey and Sasha versus Ember Moon and Mania, which would be amazing. And they have the time at Mania to do that because Mania is six freaking hours long. Exactly. But uh, I don't, I don't see who's winning that. It's gonna be an established tag. They probably give it to the freaking Riot Squad. <laughs> they don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Or um, the iconic because they got annoyed. Not. I just want to see how they're going to defend it. Uh, I do not. I want to keep the brand split. Please like, keep the brand split. I feel like with the that belt, it will open up the open up the possibility of like just for the tag women tag teams. They they can go off off brands. It don't make a difference because yeah. it's not going to make a. It's not going to hurt at all. Like if. Because the Iconics is a SmackDown, right? So, it ain't going to hurt to see the Iconics on SmackDown. It's not going to hurt to see the Riot Squad pop up on, uh, I mean, pop up on Raw. And you see the Riot Squad pop up on SmackDown in terms of the belts. Or if Bailey and Sasha uh, win the belt, you see them uh, pop up on SmackDown. Or, honestly, this is probably the undercard of one of the teams that's going to be in the, uh, the match for the belt. <laughs> Not Jackson Tamina. <laughs> you want to see them? Oh, on both crap. Shows. They've been pushing the hell out of them as a tag team for like months now. Uh, so. She not Jackson It just means you get to hear two black women talk poorly on the mic, G. I put an asterisk mark on black. But, uh, see how went there. Oh. Oh my god, bro. That's gonna be so Tamina. Tamina get a woman's belt finally. What the fuck, man? Hey look, man. Her daddy killed people, G, so she's a threat. Well, I ain't I look, I ain't talking about nothing. I don't know real. It was a real nigga. Did he kill her mother or something like that, man? Real nigga. I don't Was it like super fast look at kill? They, no, his wife. See, oh, which wrestler God. killed their wife? I, Somebody yeah. killed their wife. Uh, and got Ray Jimmy with me. Who did Jimmy? Look, smoke. <laughs> 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 
Snooker was indicted and arrested on September 2015 on third-degree murder and voluntary manslaughter charges in relation to the May 8, 1983 death of his girlfriend. So it wasn't his wife, but it was his girlfriend. Nigga, he <laughs> killed somebody dang near 40 years ago and then he get arrested to the end? Yeah. Yo, man. No wonder they don't mention his name, G. Nah, he, he was come home too. Uh, I was supposed to get third-degree murder. Technically black. Well, uh, um, yeah, he didn't lose some moments. What? That's what they make it Yeah. He ain't about a goddamn perk roast spin, whatever those things are called. Mm. Those things that keep them fugal pigs on. I'm good to you on that, though. Yeah, yeah. Some a real nigga. That is true. I don't see why Tamina is a thing. I know she got like a lot of kids and stuff. Well, not a lot. I know she had kids and stuff like that. Like, probably just be a mother or whatever. I remember when she was trying to go out with Santina Morella. She had a ukulele and she was singing it next to the nigga. I'm like, man, she knows he can sing. Why do every Samoan know how to sing? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, so, like, overall, it was a good week for wrestling. So, mm-hmm. I really look forward. Oh, this is the go-home week for uh, Raw and SmackDown going to the Rumble. So. <coughs> it's going to be real. Yeah, so, honestly, yeah. let's just. The card ain't finished, but we can at least. Who do you have as your top four finalists? Your top four yeah, survivors it. for the uh, Royal Rumble. Drew. So there's gonna be two dudes for SmackDown. Two dudes. So Drew, Seth, probably Almas. Yeah, it's gonna be the guy, like somebody like or Shinsuke. One of those type of guys. Because I don't think Rusev, you know, Rusev and Sisuke defending their belt, so they might not even be in a match. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's going to be a guy that's, like, that's kind of next up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an NXT guy either. Mm-hmm. So my three guarantees are definitely um, probably Samoa Joe. Okay. I can see Samoa Joe. Because Samoa Joe is next in line. For that belt, if AJ wins, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, AJ. I mean, let me, let me say it right. Um, I don't know why I said AJ. Uh, Seth, Drew, Thomas, Joe. Okay, that's how I see it because that that keeps everybody positive. I mean, that keeps like the crowd pumping. You don't know who it was for. This is gonna be that stuff gonna be the all my goosebumps gonna be the all time high when we just suffered and got done. Drew McIntyre left you. I ain't gonna know who the roof. I'm gonna close my eyes, bro. <laughs> the best. All right. So for me, I got yeah. Seth and Drew. I'm gonna say Cena, just for dramatic purposes. And Triple H. No, hell no. I don't think Triple H even gonna be in it this year. And I feel like it's either gonna I feel like in the fourth person just for shock and because I'm a stan Velveteen Dream. I think it's Velveteen Dream too. That's why I said so like from NXT. Yeah, like I like NXT I could say it could be literally it's gonna be a few NXT people. That's not the confirmed call up. So I feel like NXT yeah. wise, like we I feel like we're definitely gonna see Velveteen. I wouldn't be surprised if 
Champa or and Alistair Black is in it. Alistair Black. Champa not in sense of a, very... like for Champa, it's not in a sense of a call up, but you're the NXT guy not that's man. in the Rumble. That's what I mean. But for Champa, it's Johnny Gargano. But I'll put Johnny Gargano. But because mm-hmm. for Champa, Champa is very into his character and reliance that he's the king of NXT. They don't even have him in video games, bro. You right? Like he said, he don't want to be in a video again. He don't want to be in a video because uh, he would, he never see himself losing the belt. So he only want to have it. Real nigga stuff, by the way. I'm pretty sure there's something deep, even deeper than that, like licensing issues and stuff. But he's not making it. He, he's very cool with him being not being in the video game and stuff like that. So, uh, Chompa is really... Cause you know, Triple H can make you do anything you want. So, alright. So, alright. So, right, who do you we have for the women? Ooh. Which is going to be... So, the women... Now. So, the women is... On who wins the respective championship matches. So if Becky and Ron both lose, which might happen, um, I see probably uh, what's her name, the plastic uh, Emma Moon, Charlotte, um, probably he crossing Natalia. And, and Carmella. Um, the four big women. Well, slash five big women, other than the one that's in title matches. Uh, I don't see anybody else. It's just like, I don't see I don't see them putting the belt on them anytime soon. Mm-hmm. The last four is just always people you can see a belt going against. That's hence the one the last four. But it, I, I just, it depends on, because I don't see Ron. Keeping that belt, because I, I belt. Charlotte's not winning. I mean, Charlotte's winning because she stakes the claim by beating Ronda or almost beating Ronda to a pole. Mm-hmm. Um, if Ronda drops the belt, Char- and if Oscar retains, Charlotte's not winning. Um, she's gonna go on the trip. So anyway, it goes. It the, if Charlotte wins, I don't, I don't be. I don't know what's gonna go on because you can't. You can't have shot and beat Oscar at WrestleMania twice. Exactly. So it's just a whole bunch of hoops. Uh, but yeah, those are the four I got for them for the women. Okay, I got because I got Bailey. Okay. I'm gonna put uh, Liv Morgan in there for some freaking uh, reason. Just, okay. as the, just as the like, damn, she in there. Um, mm-hmm. A returning Alexa Bliss. Oh, I definitely can see that. And Ember Moon. And the reason why I didn't put Charlotte in there is solely because I feel like no matter what in Mania, it's going to be Becky, Charlotte, and uh, Ronda. And I feel mm-hmm. like in some capacity, because I feel like Ronda's going to win uh, against Sasha, that she's going to, because I feel like it depends how they, the, the order of the matches, because I part of me feel like mm-hmm. 
Ronda match is going to be might be first. It's not going. It's going to be. It's going to be before. Uh, before Oscar and what's your call? And, uh, Becky Lynch. I feel Ooh. like Ronda's going to retain, and then she somehow cost Becky the match, and then she's going to somehow cost Charlotte the Rumble, in the sense that Charlotte's going to be in the top six. In some capacity, she's going to cost Charlotte the Rumble. That's why I don't see her being in the top four. Mm. So, thus, that's where we get the triple threat hype coming in, full guns are blazing. But with that being said, I see, yeah. So, I had Ember Moon, Bailey, Liv Morgan, and a return of Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss might that. be 30, honestly. I can see that. I definitely can. So, yeah. that's who I got. All right. And uh, really nothing in terms of AEW news besides that um, <laughs> that uh, Maria and her husband <laughs> said they went out. And I guess Triple H said, bye, Triple bitch. Knows. Oh, that was fake. All right. Cool. She Shout came to- out to say that she don't want to leave the club. Yeah. Uh. Well, shout out to that L, and shout out to all the other uh, supposed rumors of people saying we they went out because there was yeah. a rumor that the revival uh, supposedly quit backstage on Raw, and then Triple H said, "Hey, I could pay you this much money, and y'all about to be the tag team champions. Chill, y'all horses. Do y'all really want to go against the Young Bucks ninety times within a year?" <laughs> they thought about it. and was like, "Okay." <laughs> 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 exactly so but that's an episode on that note uh appreciate you guys for listening continue liking sharing subscribing to the uh you dig to the podcast appreciate all the support and on the real like we are going to expand to itunes really soon and other avenues it's a definitely work in progress and all of that but we appreciate you guys appreciate the support Make sure you follow the Facebook page, uh, No Chill on the Podcast. Our Twitter page is coming real soon. And, yeah, y'all, definitely appreciate all the support. Thanks for listening to Threes from the Ring. It's your boy, Chris J. And we out. Peace.